Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind and Body Podcast. I am Nadia, your host, and today we have Kirsten Nath. Hi, Kirsten. How are you? Hi, Nadia. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. So I'm, I know we had a lot of back and forth, but we finally got that interview settled. And so I can't yes. wait for everyone to share, um, for you to share with everyone who you are and what you do. Thank you. I'm so happy that you reached out to me and we got this going. I know we were kind of getting chummy on Instagram for a little <laughs> bit before getting this set up. So that's just the amazing world that we're living in right now where we can connect on these social media platforms. It's really neat. That's exactly right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, I, where should I start? <laughs> Why don't we start with, um, so I know that you're a master trainer for Bar Above, but let's talk about how you even got started in fitness. Okay. So this is a what I have discovered about myself that I think is kind of interesting. So I um, used to get up when I was like 12 years old. I remember specifically it was the summer after sixth grade. So between sixth and seventh. And I don't know why I did this, but I somehow discovered Denise Austin. Mm. I'm sure you're familiar with her. I am. And I would set my alarm for 6.30 in the morning as a 12-year-old and get up and exercise with her on the Lifetime channel in my living room at home. And I would use soup cans or water bottles or whatever I had. And that was basically um, what I've discovered was really my introduction to fitness and kind of group fitness because I was working out with her. So, um, and then... I did all of that. And then fast forward when I was in college, I dabbled around a little bit working at a gym. So I kind of know the sales side of things too, and the ops side. And then I went off into healthcare administration for my career for about 12 years and wow. then had my littlest one who's three and decided to stay home with her and then started um, taking group fitness classes at my local YMCA and then a bar training fell in my lap and here I am now I'm a master trainer with bar above and it's only been about two and a half years that I've really dove in so wow it went so (laughs) you went from corporate to fitness so in the 12 years you were working as a health administrator were you um teaching on the side were you curious about teaching what made you take the final jump was it just being at home with your daughter you know that's such a neat question um so I was presenting and educating people in my role at towards the end of that stint working in healthcare administration so I was tapping into that educational side of me that I didn't realize that I was so passionate about And then, yeah, when I, um, when Campbell, that's my little one, when she was about 12 months old, um, she was very, very needy. And I finally had um, the courage and bravery to leave her with someone at the YMCA childcare. And they were super wonderful there. And one of my girlfriends introduced me to group fitness because I was always in the strength training room through my Mm -hmm. whole life. That's what I did. And, um, she introduced me to group fitness and I totally loved it. I loved the music. I loved all the people, everything that we love about group fitness. I loved. And then the bar training came up and I was like, I'm going to take 
this plunge. And to be perfectly honest, because I want to be, I really <laughs> did not know what bar actually was until I took that training. And I was very pleasantly surprised. And now I'm just obsessed with all things bar. And so that's, that's what I do now. <laughs> that's an amazing story. Um, including myself and some other women I've interviewed, mm -hmm. a lot of us transitioned into the world of bar once we became moms. Like, so yeah. for me, I was looking for a form of fitness that was easier on the bones and that I could still do while pregnant, like, well, actually, sorry, I did the certification before I even found out I was pregnant. And then I was happy to know that I got certified and that I could teach that throughout my entire pregnancy. And <clears throat> like most people thinking, Oh, it's a light workout, you know, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> over but... <laughs> time, I was like, hell no, this is awesome. So right. I, I never felt like I was missing, um, similar to you, like the strength training or the high impact and the aerobic stuff. Like it's still great. And I'll do it from time and time to diversify what I'm doing, but I never felt like I was missing out because I always found a way to incorporate it all into mm -hmm. my classes. Mm -hmm. So I just love how a lot of the women I've connected with have that mom connection to bar. Like it's such a nice story to um, bring it all together, but uh, go ahead. It's so good to bring back that core, you yeah. know, after that baby comes through and does all that, you know, um, changing, it's so good for the core. And you mentioned about how it's such a great workout and you were also surprised. And I, heard Trisha Murphy Madden, who is one of Barbov's um, co-creators, she has said in an interview, I heard her say, if you're not dripping sweat after a bar class, then it just wasn't, you know, that mm -hmm. full on bar class. And I love to bring that to my members and to my instructors, like, no, and my trainers, my personal trainers that I work with at my gym and tell them, no, this is a fabulous, fabulous workout. You you are not here to take a nap. This is not a recovery <laughs> for you. I love that. I mean, I've had I've had people come in thinking like, oh, this will be my light day. Yes. And then they come up to me after class like, your class is different. Like, I'm <laughs> like, well, you know, everyone has their own flavor. Yes. You know, like some people have more of a dance background and mm -hmm. some people like for me, I, I like I like the strength aspect that you can introduce into the class. So me too. I never felt limited. Um, and that's what I really love about bar. Yes. You're so, you're so exactly right. I love that you said everyone has their own flavor. I have yeah. another, um, counterpart that I work with. She's actually my, um, regional group fitness manager. Cause I, I also manage group fitness at, um, a health club, but she is more into that ballet style, but she works them just as hard, but just a little bit different. And, mm -hmm. and we work together to kind of discover new ways of teaching in our classes. And it's really fun. And yeah, so I would love to like pick your brain a little bit. So as a group X um, manager, how do you find a way to, cause I still feel like even though bar because we're in it, right? So we see it all the time. We eat it. We breathe it. Mm -hmm. But like, I still feel a lot of people aren't too familiar with it. Right. So how do you find a way to introduce it to clients and newcomers to the gym and even men who may think it's a woman's workout um, and introduce it in a way that they'll feel challenged and want to come back? Well, I love to find out what are you doing right now? for your workouts? What is your routine? What are your goals? And then I can usually take whatever they say and I can find a way to, to tell them, 
why bar is going to be an awesome addition to what they're already doing. If they're doing a lot of strength training in the gym, if they're lifting those heavy weights, and a lot of times when they're doing that type of work, they're also working in only one plane, that sagittal, Mm -hmm. right? Lunges, squats, all those kinds of things. Um, I love to explain to them, well, if you go and take a bar class, you're going to be working on more muscular endurance training. So instead of doing you know, eight to 12 reps with the barbell on your heavy squats, you're going to do maybe three and a half minutes of squats in Mm -hmm. various positions, you know, and we're going to add in, you know, maybe some heel lifts for a balance challenge. We might do some plyometrics, you know, and those people that, um, really hold themselves highly. They love hearing that we can do some plyometrics in bar, but people who are newer, they love hearing you can keep your feet on the floor and you're going to get still an amazing workout. So, um, I'm fortunate in my position where I actually sit at my club is with the trainers. So when they have clients come up, especially new ones, a lot of times they'll introduce the client to me. We'll go over the schedule and I can talk to them about different formats that we have and how that would fit with them. And then of course, how bar would fit too. Cause they do think a lot of people think, um, that it's either going to be too easy or it's going to be too hard for them. True. Yeah. That's so true. So, um, I like how, I like how you mentioned that cause I'm always about modifications and working your way up and having goals so that everyone can take the class. Mm-hmm. So I love how you mentioned that and what you just said. So there is, there is room for growth or there is like, if you want to take it up, take it up. If you don't, you don't have to. Right. And I think a lot of people have a preconceived notion that that's not available at bar. Like it's <laughs> like you either do what the instructor is doing or get out. So. I think you're, I think you're really right. And yeah, um, I, I had a, well, a gal take my class once and it was her first time. And of course, that's always the time that we can make the most impact. And it's when people are the most vulnerable the first time they walk into your classroom. And so I love to give them some extra attention. And mm-hmm. she was asking me what bar was and all these questions. And then she asked me something that really like caught my attention. She said, who is your most successful student? Oh, and my mind immediately was like, well, probably so-and-so who's been with me at this one particular club for 15 months coming, you know, three times a week or whatever it is. That's where my mind went first. Mm -hmm. But then I took pause and I said, you know what? My most successful participant is the person who comes in and makes it through the entire class and works their hardest. Yeah. as hard and feels great after they leave. Maybe not, yeah. maybe their hips and booty are a little bit, <laughs> far, but inside I want them to feel good and I want them to want to come back and continue their health and wellness journey. And so for me, somebody who makes it through, that's my most successful person. And I think that in bar, we really try to, um, elevate that message a lot about inclusivity and working towards the greater goal of all around wellness. And that's what I love about the bar community. I love that you mentioned that too, Kirsten, because it is a mindset, right? Mm -hmm. So like if you come in and already say it's hard and you can't do it, you totally probably can't because you've already convinced yourself of that end result. So I love that you said that because once your head is in the game, even if you're not doing it to the best of your ability, you're still trying. Mm -hmm. And then like, 
I love when I see um, students or clients get amazed when they're able to accomplish something they couldn't three weeks ago, yeah. like a plank or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I think that's, I think that needs to be emphasized more in all different types of classes. Like it's all about your mindset. And when you get in there with that right mind frame, it, you'll be surprised what you can accomplish. Absolutely. And I say that to them too. I say, Hey guys, if you don't have knee problems, you know, I, I chit chat quite a bit, you know, I yeah. say like back off on all that fluff talk, but sometimes right. I just can't help myself. I'll right. Say, hey, if you don't have knee problems, I want to see your feet leave the floor today. Just, yes. you know, or just try <clears throat> this, you know, tabletop hover, for example, just try it mm-hmm. for two counts, you know? And one gal told me yesterday, I told them, um, to, to try it out. I said, if you haven't tried this before, try it just for one rep, you know? And then she was doing it and she said, I put my knee down, but then you said four more counts. And she said, so I picked my knees back up and I was like, yes, you go girl. And yeah. She's only been taking class with me. Um, I've been at that gym. Uh, so two months maybe. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the L has a lot to do with the energy of the instructor and like also tapping into the energy of your peers, right? Like if you're all in it together, like, yeah, we got this. Like, I love some of the classes I take. There's one, one student, she's like, we got this ladies. And they're like, yeah, so they're all like doing the plank together. It's like, I think there's just so much more you can get out of a group class when you really give it your all. Absolutely. So you said, have you heard of the concept of collective joy? No. So um, Kelly McGonigal is this, um, she's a researcher and you'll have to forgive me. Um, I can't remember exactly what her bio is, but I've heard her a couple of times and read some of her articles and things like that. And she does a lot in the group exercise world and she's on different podcasts and things like that. But she just came out with a book recently and I think the book is actually called Collective Joy. But what she talks about are those moments in class, like what you exactly described, where Mm -hmm. everyone is moving in unison to the music and we're all sweating together and how these awesome pheromones come out of us since we're Mm -hmm. sweating in joy and you know, hearing that beat of the music. And like you said, everybody's in it together. And she talks about this beautiful moment that happens about 20 minutes in to the group exercise workout. And she said, that's really like your prime time in class where the feeling of collective joy is the highest. So if you have these special moments and messages that you want to get across to your class, she talks about doing it at that time. And so I've been trying to implement some of that in my classes. And it's really just so cool when everybody is really moving together. And it's just those beautiful moments, right? I love I love that there's like a formula to it. Yes. Because, you know, as like me, and then sounds like you too, like you try to inspire them, but maybe at the beginning might be too early, or but maybe at the end, they're just already checked out. So like knowing the right time when to really like nudge them a little harder um, or give them that boost of confidence they need. That's pretty interesting. So it's called collective joy. Yes. And Kelly okay. is her name. And, um, cool. yeah, she's got a lot of great insights and science. It's science. We talk about science, um, so much, well, at least I do. So it gets me more excited when I'm like, Oh, I'm right. I'm right about it, I can find it for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> 
cool. So let, I really want to talk about um, your life as a master trainer. I mean, you have a busy schedule as a mom and, you know, being a fitness manager, um, group fitness manager. So like, where do you find the time to do the master trainings? And what, what would that look like for someone that's already have a career in bar that may want to delve into that aspect? Wow. So this is, I'm trying to sort all of this out still as I've been, Um, but I keep thinking about, I had another master trainer, Colleen Freese. Um, you're probably familiar with her too, but, um, Mm -hmm. I talked to her one day on the phone and she said, when you're making your decisions, go back to what your mission statement is, write a mission statement about what the heck it is that you're doing, basically. What are your goals? What's in your heart? And every decision that you make, you know, or if people are asking you to do things, does that serve that purpose? You know? And so when I'm trying to, you know, plan my trainings, I, I love that aspect. And I keep that up high on my priority list as a fitness professional. And the reason why is because I want instructors out there to be able to deliver high quality classes in a fun and safe environment and give people these amazing workouts that are going to keep them coming back so that they can meet their health and wellness goals so that they can be healthy and, and have a joyous life. Cause I feel like being physically healthy and emotionally healthy, finding that community and group fitness, you know, for your mental and emotional health. I feel Mm -hmm. that's just such a, such a huge value and, you know, only 20%, I think, or wait, 80, 20% of our population overall, I think is on a regular exercise program, which is pretty scary. So we're pulling from a small pot to get people into group fitness. And so I just really want want to educate those those um, new instructors and then provide mentorship opportunities for them afterwards. So I really want to and with my group fitness instructors that I have right now, I give them the tools and empower them to be able to be the best. they can. I love that after the training's over that you offer additional support because yeah, you get a lot of great tools in the weekend of training, but then sometimes like, especially if you're a new instructor overall, you, when it's time and you get your first Mm -hmm. job and it's time to teach, it's like, Oh, like I remember, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was, it was, did you feel like, why did I do this? This was wrong. I am not, I'm not meant for this. I was just, no, like I still do. I want to do it. But then, yeah, the self-doubt comes in because you're like, oh my God, they're totally not. Because they sense it, right? They sense your energy. They sense your fear. So like they feed off of that. So I just remember saying, I wish I had someone to speak Mm -hmm. to. Um, So I love that you offer that. Is there anything that sticks out in your mind for someone that you've mentored that really just pulls at your heartstrings like wow I was so happy I had the opportunity to do that for this person okay so I actually um I'm working with three girls right now and I'm really excited about them but one thing that really sticks out in my mind is which you already kind of mentioned mentioned it too I didn't have a mentor I didn't have anyone Mm. and so the person that I had was one of our bar above co-creators. I feel like I'm spending this whole time name dropping, but I just really appreciate 
these people <laughs> like having these people they're so important lauren george was someone who i completely yes, i love I know, lauren right? i totally connected with her i was so lost nadia so so lost when i started um and i was watching like the videos that we got from our training and all that stuff and then i discovered her we have um, an elite membership through bar above and on that we've got all these different fusions and things and going through all of those i found her her fusion that she did mm -hmm. and then once i felt like this is my person this is what you know because everyone has their own style i started totally. just scouring the internet for everything she ever did so that i could pull and get learn all those cues and then i started practicing and now i have found my own inner voice and my own persona and I want to help my trainees to find their internal like cheerleader that they need who's going to come out of them at the front of the room when they're teaching. But basically, I just never want anyone to feel lost. <laughs> and so it's yeah. so overwhelming if you've never taught before. Um, so I want them to have someone that they can come to. And then Bar Above has an amazing community group as well on Facebook. You can email anybody anytime. They'll talk to you. The, you know, um, they're wonderful about that. Um, but yeah, so that was how this all kind of happened is that there is a gap in the industry for instructor mentorships. So. Yeah. And I think that's great that your certification allows like a family, almost like an mm -hmm. extended family. Like, you know, it, it's like, sometimes you can't ask your peers at the gym because maybe you're the only bar. Yes. So Go, I was the only bar instructor at that time. Okay. I was. And they were just kind of like, when are you going to be ready to teach in about three weeks? And I was like, sure. sure. <laughs> and, you exactly. know, when I first started teaching, I had pretty much everything, every instructor nightmare that could have happened, happened to me. I mean. And then, you know. But you know what, Kirsten, that's great that that happened to you because now the girls that you're mentoring now and, and, and down the line, you can share those stories. So if it got, if it happens to them, they'll be like, well, it happened to my mentor. This is totally, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you don't feel right. so alone. And let me tell you guys, it all worked out. Every class, it always worked every out. Every single class I was able to teach and it all went fine. So <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it, you almost feel like, like, you know, like everything in high school. So, you know, such a big catastrophe, like, oh my God, but like, mm -hmm. you can figure mm -hmm. it out. Sometimes I didn't have music. Sometimes the lights weren't mm -hmm. working, but you know what? You just figure right. it out. So um, I love that you do that. So before I let you go, please share with everybody where they can find you, where they can learn about your trainings and where they can find you on social as well. So uh, let's see. I am on social media. I'm bartender Kirsten. People seem to get a huge kick out of that which is the B-A-R-R-E <laughs> tender. So little play on words there. I love to make those kind of jokes. Mm -hmm. I'm a big dad joke person. Um, <laughs> so. It sticks out though. I never forgot your handle. Yeah, well, yeah, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Um, so, and then on Facebook, I have Kirsten Nath Fitness, just like my name. And then as far as the bar above training, so the bar above website is just barabove.com and they can look on there. They can search by master trainer or um, they can reach out to me. I have email Kirsten Nath Fitness or on my social media platforms. That's fine too. I do my 
trainings in the Midwest area. So I'm located very centrally in Omaha, Nebraska. So anything around there, we don't have a lot of trainers out here. I know that. So I would love to book more trainings, of course, and get more people on board with um, the Bar Above program. And, you know, if anybody had any questions in general, I'd love to talk with them. Perfect. And do you travel for the trainings ever? Like, do you ever um, do events and, and represent Bar Above? I haven't so far, but I would love to elevate myself as a master trainer within the company just by working hard and building um, connections and getting to know the bar community even more and then seeing where that takes me. I love, love educating. So I'm, you know, even contemplating should I develop my own workshop about mentoring, you know? So who knows? I just don't know what's going to happen. If you would have told me when I was quitting my job to be a stay at home mom, that one day I would be doing all of this, I would probably never have believed you. So it's amazing. That's what's exciting Mm -hmm. about life, right? You never know what's going to involve and what's entailed in the future. That's right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really loved, and I can hear the passion in your voice. It's so sincere. And I'm so happy to have you on to share that. Thank you. I am so honored that you uh, asked me to be on. I really am. I'm, this is just like making my whole day. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I'll have a great day, Nadia. Thank you. You too. Bye.